Hello and welcome to the Phantom Hour on OVU Radio The Line. I'm your host, Daniel Rodriguez-Ijo, a.k.a. Danny, a.k.a. The Danald, and here with me is Jacob Too. Uh, the Jacob 9 out of 10 dentists recommend. Exactly. Today's topic we have for you is Disney. Now, we all know Disney as the literally one of the biggest companies in the entire world that they, owns everything. If you love it, they probably own it. Pretty much. Um, and, and it's crazy to see just how much they own and what all they actually do put out media-wise, um, whether it be music, television, movies, um, especially from such humble beginnings, you know. Yeah, it was just, uh, didn't Disney, like, start because just Walt was just working with, like, some friends in a garage and then that mm-hmm. gradually just built up over time? Mm-hmm. I, I wonder, like, if you, if he was still alive today, like, what would his opinion of the state of his company be, you know? That's true, because it's definitely changed. It's changed a lot, because, you know, so, you know, Walt Disney started off with his cartooning with his friends. Um, the cartoon that he first started was, which is much like uh, Steamboat Willie. Uh, was Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, mm-hmm. and that that's where it all started, and and it it was picking up some steam. You know, it had the classic look of, uh, you know, kind of a rubbery rubber man look uh, to the animation style, which is classic at the time. I think the technical term is um, rubber hose. Animation. Rubber hose, yes, yeah. that's what I was looking for. Thank you. Um, so yeah, so rubber hose animation, and then um, his contract with Universal. Uh, expired and they're like oh by the way we own your your stuff bye oh great <laughs> <laughs> so in order to kind of like so that was a big footstool not footstool that was a big uh you know speed bump in his path to what he wanted to do he just wanted to you know be he wanted to create media he liked cartoons he liked cartooning and so when that was taken away from him he's like oh well then what do i do now um so then after that then he got with another group of friends and was like, okay, what can I do that's not going to copyright infringe on their Oswald stuff? So then they created Mickey, which is Oswald with ears. Well, I mean, <laughs> with, with, with he Mickey had ears, ears to just different circle shapes. Ears. Yeah, we went, we've upgraded from ovals to circles. Exactly. So, uh, you know, then from there they had the, fe- you know, the feature film that almost ran them bankrupt. Which was Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Uh, can we take a step back and just talk about uh, Steamboat Willie first? Have we you, can. Have t- you ever seen Steamboat Willie? Um, I have seen a few of the original uh, cartoons. I'm gonna try and remember them as you speak, but uh, yeah, I have. Um, just speaking off of just Steamboat Willie, it's because <laughs> that's you know that's what's on my mind right now. Yeah, it's you know, it's interesting to see just how far animation in general has come just mm-hmm. from that. You know, because. Yeah. You know, when you think early animation, that's one of the first things you think of, right? Mm-hmm. And there's so much different about it than um, animation. Say, like the the, the humor is different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like they're um, and it, it seems more cartoonish. You know, like nowadays, yeah. I feel like they've really kind of limited animation in terms of like some really wacky, crazy stuff you can do because. Now everything's 3D models, you have yeah. to stay on model, yep. and if you want to try anything that's not just a walk cycle, it's like at least a year and a half of work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think there's also something to be said about, you know, just the style of 2D animation compared to today. I don't know, it just, it strikes me as more of an art form. Yeah, and that's true. That's actually something I was thinking about earlier, because um, I was thinking about, like, you know, old cartoons, like, even, like, even 
what would be newer than Steamboat Willie, which would be Looney Tunes. Yeah. You know, like stuff like that compared to the cartoons kids watch now to, you know, today. Uh, it, it's so different. And I, and one thing I was noticing, cause like there's, you know, you have the cartoons that are like cult classics, like, uh, Gravity Falls is a cartoon hmm. that, you know, got a cult following. It was not, you know, the most popular show, but it was not even especially for kids, which cartoons were not just supposed to be for kids to yeah. begin with. No, the like, animation really kind of took off, um, I think it was like during the Depression, right? I believe like, so. The, people just wanted to laugh because, yeah. you know, in a time called the Great Depression, mm-hmm. not a lot of smiles. Exactly. And, 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 and with that, you know, animation was truly its own art form. And, you know, now you have animation being used as the budget way of just sitcom. A lot of animation and cartoons anymore is just cartoon, you know, 2D animated people doing a sitcom. That's, that's really what it is anymore. And it's, it's, it's kind of sad. Yeah. And there is also something to be said about the quality. You know? Oh, yeah. Because, oh, yeah. and this, I'm going to excuse studios like Pixar and DreamWorks from this because, you know, they they put time and quality into stuff they make. But in yes. terms of, like, what the average, uh, the average you know, TV studio or whatever mm-hmm. is going to put out, if you go back and you look at older animation, it's really more impressive because that's all hand done. Yeah. It's all just one guy... Or a group, team of guys with yeah. you know, pens and ink, and they take the time to carefully craft every scene. Nowadays, you can turn something out in like twenty minutes in Flash. That's yeah, and, yeah. and actually, a and, lot of it is Flash anymore, which is just a very cheap form. Not that that's bad. No, no, but... no. Like it, it's it's understandable because as a company, you want to like save money, but the, oh, yeah. like, the art suffers. Yeah, you know? like it's like, it just seems more stilted in comparison. Yeah. And if you really if you want like. A good example of like how maybe more hand drawn stuff is better than the Flash. Look at how say a show like SpongeBob has evolved over time. Yeah. So if you watch the older episodes compared to what they put out now, yeah, there's a clear difference in not only the art but also the humor and the writing. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's not that's not only just change of staff over however long SpongeBob's been going on. It's but like the nine like late nineties. Late nineties, yeah. And it's only it's one not the only, it's one the only the only kids programming that's been going on since the nineties. Of course you're gonna have like Family Guy and Simpsons, but SpongeBob specifically was, you know, children you know, family, I guess you could say entertainment, since back then. And like you're saying, a lot of the old humor, which I think goes for a lot of uh, old media, it, it was more slapstick, more, I guess, cartoonish, more um, more extravagant. It didn't have to be bound in reality. When, if you look at, like like you said, the new SpongeBob episodes, you know, you're going to look at uh, very much, not necessarily like it's, um, like it's stiff, but it's a lot less uh, flowy. Yeah. In, in comparison. It, it You definitely sort of get the sense that they were having more fun with the job back yeah. then than they are now because back then you have all these you know funny jokes and you can think oh i can just imagine <laughs> all these actors sitting in like the, the writing room reading things out they're laughing oh haha it's just a great time yeah. and now it's just like you know who yeah, it looks like a computer wrote this and they're just there to take a paycheck you know yeah yeah so i think in as animation has progressed to a certain extent it's lost some of its soul yeah i i i, I would definitely agree with that i mean it's just like 
So like you said, you were you're gonna take out like Pixar and, and Disney out of that. Yeah. Because um, they, they put so much effort into it. Oh they do. They do. They do. That's it's why it they're incredible. Yeah. And part of that is because they can. They can afford to do it. Oh yeah. Like Pixar can turn out um, a bad movie, but it would it's gonna look glorious. But it's gonna look glorious and people are still gonna pay for it because of the name. That's a big thing too. Yeah. That's Brand, a big thing. Brand recognition has become more important than the yeah. product, you know? Because now it's now it's not so much oh I like this movie. The studio made it. Now it's oh, this studio made this movie. Yeah, and that's what colors people's expectations. Mm-hmm. That's why you're going to see. That's why like a very interesting thing is if you look, a lot of things are Disney's and then title of whatever project it is. Same thing with Pixar. Pixar. So Disney, Pixar's whatever title it is, you know, like Incredibles or, or or stuff like that. When it's other things it uh other movies like uh i don't know the, the grinch one is what comes to mind right now because that's like the last animated movie i just saw yeah um the grinch you know it was never illuminations the grinch which illumination has a terrible track record of well i think first of all the reason they do this because they don't own the character of the which grinch. is true which is true but i i see what you're saying definitely yeah well it would be like with despicable me yeah they don't do illuminations despicable me you know when and that was an original concept mm-hmm so, um, you know, it's definitely, you definitely see routes taken to get, uh, maybe more turnout financially, um, than what you're going to have, uh, elsewhere, you know? I, yeah. It's at a certain point, um, the company, the brand sells mm-hmm. more than the product. Yeah, you know? that's true. And, and I, one, one thing, uh, before we move on, uh, we're still talking about 2d animation and how mm-hmm. 3d animation, I mean, really one of the most impressive films at the time was toy story, oh, yeah. you know, with all, all the things that were happening. Like we can look back in it. It's a little, you know, it, it's definitely a step back from today's standards. Yeah. Definitely. Like you, you can tell that it was definitely the first leap forward. And, and I just yeah. want and like, I have nothing against 3d animation Oh yeah, compared to like in comparison i prefer 2d because mm-hmm. usually there's more that goes into that yeah but you know i mean 3d has its high points but mm-hmm. it just it seems a lot less stylized you know yeah and i think i don't think that's um i don't think that's at fault when it comes to like the either the art form oh, or yeah. or um the ability thereof but i think it comes down to so much of it mm-hmm. is like now, now it's it's become the more cost-effective thing. Yeah. So now everyone's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you try to make a a traditional animation, it's gonna be a bit. Yeah. It's, it's gonna, gonna be the a cost bit. is gonna be just higher than any studio could possibly afford. Oh yeah. Which I understand. You know, from a business standpoint, I perfectly understand. But mm-hmm. you know, it'd be it'd be a refresh. It'd be refreshing to see like a professional, mm-hmm. you know, studio made. 2D animation. Oh, yeah. Not again. Like, that would just be so refreshing. That'd be really cool because I... Now, don't quote me on this. I mean, of course, you have stuff like uh, like Ponyo from a few years back that was from the Japanese studio, Studio uh, Ghibli. You know, you have that, but that's, that's in its own realm. We're talking more so like... Uh, Western animation. Yeah, Western animation here. And the last 2D animated movie I can say that was in theaters was uh, Princess and the Frog. Really? Oh, wow! Yeah, which was a, a while back. Yeah. And that you know what that for 
That movie looked pretty okay. It looked pretty good. It looks pretty good. I pretty did good. you ever watch it? Actually? I have seen it. You yeah. have seen it. Uh, it kind of freaks me out because of all the voodoo stuff. Yeah, but, I know. Know. <laughs> yeah. The guy gets uh, dragged to the netherworld. Oh, who made this? Ch- oh. Children's show. <laughs> <laughs> it's to entertain the kids, Jacob. Um, no, but yeah, like and and what was interesting about that because I I looked into the history of that. You know, that was Disney's like last thing of can two D animation still do well? And I mean, I personally, I've I've since watched the movie, and I like the movie. It's 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 definitely a Disney movie. Yeah, it, I don't know. It has if, that Disney charm. Oh yeah, it has a Disney charm, Disney feel. The animation's great, um, and it's just it, it's definitely a Disney movie. Now, is it the best movie? Um, I'd have to watch it again and compare, uh, but I'm not going to say it's the best Disney movie. I, I I think there I think other movies maybe have the title more so than you, that. In terms of 2D, you can make the argument that it looks the best, ah, you but can. that's not really a fair comparison because of how far that technology's come. Yeah, that's true. Um, but, you know, just, it's, you know, it, the point is, it looks good. Obviously, 2D isn't com- a complete waste of time. Oh, yeah. And I would like to see uh, maybe some kind of a comeback in the near future. But Yeah, yeah that would be awesome. But that's, you know, unlikely. You know? Yeah. I mean, Frozen was originally supposed to be 2D. Was it? Mm-hmm. Frozen was originally supposed to be 2D uh, animated, and I don't know if Tangled was. I don't think it was. Uh, but I know Frozen was originally supposed to be 2D animated, and because of the sales of... Because um, back then it was called Ice Queen, um, <laughs> based on the <laughs> yeah, original they, book. They, uh, yeah, <laughs> I think Frozen was the better name. Oh, yeah, I agree. So so back when Princess and the Frog came out, and it did not it did not do well in the box office at all. That's a shame. By any means. Like, like it, I mean, by any other studio success, it was great. But by Disney, they're like, uh, no, we're not going to do that. So then that's when they changed Frozen into the Tangled art style. Literally, it's it's that sort of 3D art oh, style that so they're they trying to do. they just ripped assets from Tangled and just threw that into Frozen? I mean, you could you could say that. It's definitely the same art style. It's mm-hmm. definitely the same art style. Um not that there's anything wrong with that. We'll, I think we'll call that, it the Disney style. The Disney style? All right. Well, we'll do that. If 2D animations can have the CalArt style, <laughs> 3D animation can have the Disney style. That is true. That is true. And then the, now we have Frozen 2 coming out. Did you see the trailer Yay, for that? I didn't. Because, <laughs> you know, I am not a six-year-old little girl. I mean, uh, uh, to be fair... I mean, I still like Disney stuff. I think when that last yeah. Winnie the Pooh movie came out, you know, I went with my family. We saw that because you know it's cute. It's yeah. Disney. But um, I don't think Frozen's the movie for me. I haven't <laughs> even seen the first one, honestly. Really? Uh, yeah, I I have no interest. You have no interest. Really, there's just the that one song everyone knows. Let it go. That's it. Yeah, you know, if if Frozen Two has another song, that's just three words said continuously throughout the song. I might. I don't know. I might just go deaf voluntarily because but we both know it would sell, and that's and it would terrible. sell. It and they're sell. gonna ha- remember when they had sing along versions, Jacob, in oh. the theaters. They had sing along where you had the little the little pointer that would bounce on the words as as the songs would go throughout the movie. That was a thing that happened. That would drive me insane. Not because <laughs> not because I don't not because I'd have anything against the song, but just because like as like a someone just did a watch a movie. I don't want to watch this little ball bouncing and like distract me from what's going on. It's like I paid to see a movie. <laughs> not not the lyrics. Not to not the here. <laughs> yeah, that was a thing that happened. That was oh, it was 
it was definitely a phenomenon. So we'll we'll see what we'll see what Disney can do. I know they still got they know they're still remastering their old animated classics now in live action. Can we talk about that? Because we can certainly talk about that, it. I cannot think of a worse idea <laughs> for them to do than to just like. Oh well, okay. Have you seen the new Aladdin trailer? I've seen the new Aladdin trailer. Well, uh, tell me, tell me your opinion on the new Aladdin trailer, Jacob. Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! This, okay. Well, first of all, <laughs> the only character who looks like how I would imagine they look like as a real person, yeah, uh, is Jasmine. Jasmine, yeah, yeah. I think that's the only good casting choice. Oof, Jafar. Doesn't look like Jafar. Yeah, Jafar like, is interesting. Jaf- yeah, like, uh, Jafar looks like the kind of guy I'd call to fix, like, an electrical problem. <laughs> Instead of, like, a, a, like a, a, an evil wizard, he just looks like, like, like Dave from down the Dave street. Dave from down the street. Hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. How are the kids? How are the kids? Oh, um, my gosh. But I think we can uh, both agree. Will Smith. Will Smith. Trailer. Oh, um, buddy. For the listeners, if you haven't seen <laughs> the trailer for New Aladdin, oh. Will Smith is playing the role of the genie. Yeah. And they have uh, CGI'd Will Smith into oh. the movie. It looks just like him, <laughs> uh, except he's shirtless and blue. In blue. Yeah, pretty pretty much. So just, and he seems to have the personality of his character from The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. So just imagine shirtless old Will Smith, but blue. <laughs> and that's that's the genie now. It, uh, yeah, that's gonna be interesting. I, uh, all I gotta say is they better not cut genie songs. Um, I you know that's what. Hey, listen here, Aladdin is my favorite Disney movie. If they get this wrong, Disney. I don't know. Okay, but here's the thing. Here's right? the thing, yes. In terms of the genie song, which I like. I yes. like uh, Friend Like Me. That's yes. my favorite song from Aladdin. Well, yeah, I know Do you going. really want to hear yeah. Will Smith try to sound like Robin Williams uh, you for know, five minutes? If they turn it, if they do, you know, the whole hip-hop rap ver- thing that they did for the opening title of Fresh Prince, I want them, if, if that's the route they're going to do, then yes. If, they, I, if we're going to have him I sing... I would be very upset if he did. <laughs> like, am I allowed to be upset by this? Like, I mean, but what would, would you, what would you rather happen? What would I rather happen? I'd rather them not make this movie. Not make this... Well, like, don't, okay. Don't, like... Uh, get, you know, go ahead. Let us not forget that the very first uh, live-action remake of a Disney animated classic mm-hmm. was Cinderella, okay, which... I don't know what whose list Cinderella's on the top of for best animated Disney movie because that's that's near the bottom. That's next to Sleeping Beauty. I'm sorry, I am not a fan of just Cinderella. A, just as a quick fun fact, uh, um, before we continue with this, Cinderella was actually a Walt Disney's favorite. Um, really? Yeah, he loved the idea of um, somebody who comes from like rags and nothing, and then suddenly through their own. Goodwill and hard work, they eventually become, and I think you can see why he might have that view. Yeah. Because he's basically Cinderella in real life. Walt Disney is Cinderella confirmed. You can quote me on that. Well, I mean, and and that's probably why they did it, but the very first one, I remember it, was Cinderella, and it wasn't, it wasn't a musical, they had no no songs in it, it was was nothing, it was very, it was weird, because it almost felt like the story was kind of just going along. Do you, yeah, do you did kinda, you see it? I I didn't. I haven't seen any of the live action ones. Really? Because, yeah. I I just have no interest. You know, like I have the animated you know yeah. classics everyone loves, and 
for me personally, that's all I need, you know? I don't yeah. need to... I mean, it's nice to see them remake, like, to give them credit. Yeah. It's nice to see them bring this back and say, oh, here's how they can do this in real life now, and oh, isn't this, you know, kind of cool? And it is, you know? Like, um, I watched a little bit of the Beauty and the Beast one. Oh, and yeah. part of me was like, you know, for all the faults that it has, it is kind of interesting to see how they can make this, you know, take this 2D drawing and then say, oh, here's what it looks like in real life. Yeah. And it's terrifying, but it's <laughs> cool to see anyway. That is true. You know, give them credit for that. Yeah. But if they think for even a second they can replace what they've already done. Yeah. No. It's not. Can't. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, with, with it, it, it's just strange because... Like like what you said, he looks a lot more like Beast in particular. He looks a lot scarier in real life. I don't, don't want to stuff the animal on that. Yeah, that's that's like the first demonic character I can actually say was freaky <laughs> in like a Disney media, you know. Um, yeah, so they're live action things. They're they're interesting. I know Jungle Book wasn't necessarily a musical. If you saw that either. That was not... I mean, it wasn't a musical. They had, like, two songs in it. You know, it's... it's. I think in not making it a musical is probably one of the best. Leaning towards the best, because, yeah. you know, you can't top the original, but yeah. for a Disney movie, that's for, so... It, it doesn't feel right. You no, know, it doesn't. Like, I feel like... I, I think if it's a, you know, darned if you do, darned if you don't thing, because if they did try to remake it, people would be up in arms. Yeah, that's but true. But the fact that they didn't is just weird i feel like it's what i should prefer yeah but it's weird but it's weird yeah because you know it's weird to take like even if it was the stage you know take a musical and then turn into a play like it's gonna be different yeah it's gonna be different it's like doing it'd be like doing a play of little shop of horrors you know yeah it's gonna it's gonna be different or the just the movie version you know Mm. so um the original movie version so there's one live action Disney remake that I I would I would want to see. What one would which that be? I think I think they said they'd make it, but I'm what not one? sure. Uh, Sword in the Stone. Sword in the Stone. Okay, because that is my favorite, um, or one of my favorite classic Disney movies. Really? Yeah, it is. I love that movie so much. Yeah, and I that I feel like people don't talk about it. That is true. That is true. That's I think that's it's one... overshadowed by the monolith that is the Disney princess. Yeah, that's true. And this is like one of the very few Disney princes, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah, no, and I, I, I agree. I, I think there's a lot of, I think there's a, not a lot. I think there's a few Disney classics that people don't talk about, or they were just overshadowed by like what you said, the the whole Disney princess, you know, shtick. Yeah, um, which nothing against them. Yeah. It's just you know, you know, <laughs> Sword and the Stone happened, guys, yeah. and it was good. Yeah, actually, you want. I'll tell you what my uh, favorite underrated Disney movie I think is. I think I might know what you're going to say. Emperor's New Groove, guys. Okay, you know my that's favorite not, Disney princess. That's not what right I was there. thinking of, but I totally agree with you. Right. Cusco is the best Disney princess. That's just <laughs> <laughs> he's a princess. <laughs> Top of every poll. Don't 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 even. I think we can agree. Kronk is the princess. Kronk is the princess. <laughs> He goes through a whole character arc, man. <laughs> that is true. He does. He does. Um, no, but that would be... And then I know the other one that people like to point out a lot, which is probably the one you were thinking, because um, I watched it as a kid, and apparently now no one likes that movie. I don't know how that's the case. Treasure Planet. 
Wait, okay, I wasn't thinking of that one either. I was thinking of Robin Hood, but people don't like Robin Treasure, Hood too. People yeah. don't like Treasure Planet. Yeah, people don't like Treasure Planet. Why? That I, movie was awesome as a kid. That's awesome. Yeah, it was. It was really. I thought it was really unique. It's. It's still really unique. You know. Yeah. It, it's. It's you know, and it, it's one of the rare situations where it's not Disney telling the same story. Yeah. Because they at least they change it somewhat. Yeah. You know, like, it's Treasure Planet, but in space. Yeah. Instead of just, like, one chest full of gold, it's an entire planet. Mm-hmm. Dude, I don't even know what I'd do with that much money, man. <laughs> That's true. I'd pay off my college debt. That, hey, there you go. There you go. Oh, my gosh. So you were thinking Robin Hood. I was thinking Robin Hood. People yeah. don't talk about that either. That's also true. And people like that more than, you know, if they if they don't like Treasure Planet, they most definitely like Robin Hood. Yeah, yeah. I would say that is true. That's that's it is an interesting fact. I I think other ones that are um, also not talked about as much would be like um, Lady and the Tramp. Lady and the Tramp, yeah, yeah, that's another good Lady one. Lady the Tramp. There's Fox and the Hound oh, as Fox well, and, the Hound. and they have like sequels to both of those. And yeah, they're all equally terrible. And they're all equal. I mean, <laughs> compared to the original, compared to true. the first movie, that is true. The sequels also fall apart. Oh, Wasn't man. there like three Mulans too? There's also three Aladdins, so two Aladdin sequels. Oh, that's right. That is right, and they were oh, and varying levels show. and a TV show. They all varying levels of uh, quality. <laughs> uh, Her- Hercules had his own TV show. Too. Did he? Yeah, it was. It was basically. Um, it was like before the events of the movie. But okay. like, kind of in the middle of his, it, it's him in high school, if you can imagine. Of that. course, and he, he's class. <laughs> he's classmates with um, Icarus. Oh no! Who uh, is the comic relief character? Because apparently, when he flew too close to the sun, like he went insane. Okay. And um, he's also friends with I forget her name, but she's like a, a goth oracle. A goth oracle. Okay. So she predicts the future, and you know. I think just from that, you know her whole character. Yeah. <laughs> Hercules, here's this uh, random thing that's going to happen in the future. Oh, can you give me more details about it? No. No. Okay. There's <laughs> an episode. Although, I will give that show credit. James Woods reprised his role as Hades for that show. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hades, let me just tell you. Hades is my favorite character from that movie. He I is so... such a delight he is a delight he's the bad guy but you just you love him he's like one of my favorite disney villains to be honest just because he's like he is so aggressively like against the protagonist but at the same time you understand why he's mad <laughs> he's he, he, because he's just mad because like oh i got stuck with this horrible job for eternity i'd be mad too yeah. are you kidding me yeah I, interesting fact: James Woods is Hades in like everything. <laughs> really? You, are you familiar with the Kingdom Hearts series? I am very familiar with the Kingdom Hearts series. Yes. For, for those who don't know, it's um, it's basically a series that uh, takes a lot of Disney properties and puts them in with like a, a Japanese RPG setting. It, it it's kinda like, doesn't work, but they, yeah. they like to think it does. It's like James Final... Woods is Hades in all of that. Yeah, really? That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. And, and I think in like. Everything that has Hades in it, James Woods just likes playing that character. So hey, he's always come, and I, you know what? I, I don't blame that. him. Yeah, I don't blame him at all. I, I, if I ever played a character like that, I'd, yeah, I'd stick with it. I'd, I'd even take a little bit of a pay cut at that point if I just get to stay with the character. I, I just, yeah, <laughs> for every project. I mean, that's how you know fun. he just loves what he does, and you know what? I respect that. Honestly, though, yeah. You know what else is an underrated Disney classic? You know, people. Like What's that? an underrated Disney classic? Disney. Um, in the past, released a bunch of little short films about like uh, American tall tales. So they have one for Paul Bunyan, they have one for John yeah. Henry, they have one for Johnny Appleseed. 
And they were they weren't made at the same time. They were like made throughout Disney's career. So they're all in like different animation styles and the hmm. voice quality is different for all of them. Um, but they compiled a bunch of them in this little VCR, a uh, little uh, excuse me, um, videotape called yeah. like I think it's American Legends. Huh. And I grew up watching that and I loved it to death. Really? Yeah. And um, I'm really surprised that. No one else seems to know what this is. Yeah. Like when I, I feel like I'm speaking madness, and it was like narrated by James Earl Jones and everything. Really? Like yeah, this was like like a professional thing, and people don't. Know wow. That. People don't talk about Tall Tales anymore, See, like in general. Which is that kinda, is true. Which you know, if you really want to make a good, make a John Henry movie. Ooh, that's a good idea. Too. I've had that like bub- like bubbling around in my head for a while now. Like you, you could make that. Yeah, that would you be know? pretty. Yeah, it could even be good. Gasp! <laughs> Gasp! That that is true. I mean, yeah. I actually I've never heard of those. I, yeah. I'll be honest. I've never heard of any of those movies. Yeah. No. Um, I, like, after the show, like just um, look up like Disney Tall Tales, and you'll find like a bunch of them. They even have ones wow. that weren't even included in that videotape. Like they have one for uh, Pecos Bill. They have one for um, okay, what was it? Casey Jones, which I think actually was on the tape. But yeah, they have like a bunch huh. of them out there. Wow, that's crazy. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess you got you got hands in the Disney vault there, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, in the back of the vault, there's always Song of the South. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But we're not going to talk about yeah, that. Yeah. That, we're not going to talk about that. Zippy-Doo-Doo, though, still lives on. Oh, yeah. That's a great song. That's a great song. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, now we've reached the half of the program. Oh, so, wow. I know. So we're going to play about 10 minutes worth of music, and then we will be back, and we are going to talk about uh, Disney and Netflix and how Disney plans on competing with Netflix and Hulu in the very near future. Oh, yeah. So enjoy. And we are back with the Phantom Hour. So now we're going to talk about Netflix and Disney. Disney. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy. So as most of you know, Disney has been wanting to start its own uh, media platform, streaming service, uh, much like Netflix or Hulu, uh, but only what Disney owns. Now you may think, oh, I don't want to just watch the Disney Channel programming and, you know, the movies I bought 50,000 times and watched more so. You know, what, 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 am I, what am exactly am I going to watch? You know, why can't I just keep it on Netflix? Well, that's because Netflix will no longer be able to license any of Disney's stuff. And we're not just talking Disney. We're talking Marvel. We're talking Lucasfilms. We're talking everything Disney owns. Because let us not forget, if you're watching it, it's probably in some way owned by Disney. Yeah, they have a hand in almost everything. Very true. Um, And as you may remember, back in, I believe it was 2013, was when the deal started for uh, Netflix to use the license of Marvel. So for some of the lesser-known Marvel characters, you know, you had different shows based around those, like Daredevil and whatnot, um, and they were all canceled eventually. But the two shows that they still had going on had now just recently gotten the boot uh, because Disney's like, okay, well, after this, you're done, and then we'll have our stuff. So I believe they don't specifically say, so we're looking at an article from the Washington Post known to be one of the most reputable, unbiased sources on the internet. Let me tell you. That's sarcasm. Um, but anyway, they, they, you know, they, they lay it out pretty clearly, uh, except they don't talk about what's going to happen to some of the current Disney or Marvel content on Netflix. Um, I, 
am under the stand. I am under the opinion, the understanding. Wow, that was rough. I have the understanding that the Marvel and Netflix collaboration projects are going to stay on Netflix for as long as Netflix lasts. That's my understanding. I don't know if that's true. Uh, it depends on what they end up doing. I certainly um, hope that's the case, because there's some stuff that I haven't gotten around to that I do kind of want to catch up on at some point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do know for a fact that the Disney, like the Disney movies and TV shows that are currently on Netflix um, will be off of there soon. Now, how soon will that be? We don't know. Um, but uh, we do know that any new Marvel thing with Netflix is now no longer going to be in the works. Um, just to kind of give you an idea of how much Disney owns, um, we'll just have to remember that Disney bought Pixar for $7.4 billion, and that was in 2006. So imagine inflation, okay? We're talking 13 years ago. And they also own Marvel, of course. They bought them for $4 billion back in 2009. Then they added Lucasfilms back in 2012 for $4 billion as well. And now they're spending more than 70, I want you to hear me, $70 billion to purchase 21st Century Fox Studios and other businesses. Are you serious? That much I didn't money. Hear about, I didn't hear about Fox. Yeah, they're buying Fox. Oh, my word. So, 21st Century, you know, 20, 21st Century Fox, you know, all those movies are now owned by Disney. Disney, actually, this is later on in the article. Of all the selection of media, movies, uh, television shows, all of that, on Hulu right now, after all of these deals go through and Disney fills, you know, fills the check, Disney will own more than 50% of all the media currently on Hulu streaming service. I don't feel comfortable with that. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I don't use Hulu, but the idea of Disney owning so much, I really don't like. Yeah. And we're not... And Hulu doesn't have a lot of Disney, if any, at all. I don't use Hulu a lot, but I can't remember anything of Disney's on Hulu. So, just by that purchase, taking over more than 50% of what Hulu currently licenses to stream for its users, that's a lot. But like what's crazy about them buying Fox is like that's not that's not just a studio. Yeah, that's like, that was one of their main competitors. Yeah. back in the day, and now they're just buying them out. Yep. Like ah, oh, that's cr they borderline have a monopoly on media. It's more so than borderline. Everything's gonna be Disney after this. Like that, I can't. I have so many problems with that. <laughs> I mean, just think about it. I mean, and and you know. They own just so much. They own just so much. And, and it's and it's absolutely crazy. I'm still stuck on the 50% of what's on Hulu right now will be owned by Disney. I'm just still stuck on that. So, and, and this goes into the whole thing of, okay, why is Disney starting a streaming service? Well, first of all, if they technically own half of Hulu right now, um, why the heck not? <laughs> but I, you know... <laughs> I, I'm I'm against them breaking off with Netflix though. Yeah, because for two reasons. One, even though they're gonna own a lot, yeah, you know they're not gonna have everything. They're only gonna yeah. have the stuff that they own. And you know, there's only so many times I can watch a Marvel movie before I just want anything else. That is true. You know, and second of all, I hate the fact that they're doing this because it's gonna you know it's gonna really shoot Netflix in the foot. Yes, and I don't want that to happen either. Mm -hmm. 
you know, Disney's going to have their stuff, but they're probably not going to have enough. And Netflix isn't going to have enough. Disney's just going to ruin themselves and this other platform that I enjoy using. Yeah. And I hate it so yeah. much. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and, and I mean, it's going to be crazy because when you talk about a Disney streaming service, there's so much, so much current and immense, immense amount of back catalog. And, and, and I mean, it goes back to the whole thing with um, like Disney movies and the Disney vault, how every so uh, there's a specific number of years for every movie that they'll be like, oh, Aladdin re-released for the fifth time on Blu-ray, except it's not high quality enough for there to be any difference between Blu-ray and DVD. <laughs> um, but it'll be like released again and you won't be able to buy it again for like two or three years on yeah. DVD. And then you'll be able to buy it again. It's the same thing. They do the same thing with uh, the Amazon, um, the Amazon video streaming service, you know, where which you can't has get its so own much, problems. which does has, have its own problems. So um, it, it, it really is just crazy how much is going to be on that new platform. And what is the cost? Because, you know, it's one thing to have a streaming service where it's like, oh, yeah, I have this much, you know, all this, all these things, you know. So Netflix, I have all these things. Hulu, you know, is more so of a television focus. Okay. But am I, and okay, low price of, you know, $12, $15 a month. And that depends on, there's different tiers of subscriptions now. How many subscriptions am I going to have in order to just watch what I want to watch? If every studio, because now every studio is out to pretty much get Netflix. Because Netflix is making all this money by licensing the TV shows and movies that they do. None of these are, you know, except for, you know, of course, Netflix originals. None of this stuff is owned by Netflix. And, and even the Netflix originals are kind of... Yeah. The, the, they are hit or miss. Yeah, very much so. Hit or miss, and, you know, it's not like they never miss. Um, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see, see what happens with that. Especially... You know, not only with Disney pulling its stuff from Netflix, but then what's going to happen? No one's talking about the Hulu thing. What's going to happen to Hulu? Because if half of Hulu is going to be gone, because of course, of course, Disney's not going to license it. If they're going to have their own streaming service, they're going to yeah. make more money. Yeah. So well, they they might license it under, you know, if they think they can get more money yeah. doing it in both places than just one. That is true. That is true. I mean, it, it is it is just, it's a predicament, and it's interesting because, you know, Netflix still has to pay immense amount of money. I forget what the amount was, but there, the amount came out of how much they had to pay to keep friends on Netflix, which about made my eyes roll out of my head, because it is just so much just for one program, just with the amount of content that they, they provide. I mean... People must really like Friends. That, I, I want to... You know what I want to see? What do you want to see? So they used to do, you know, the whole ratings thing on Netflix where you could rate it, you know, out of five stars or whatever. And then when some of Netflix original stuff started coming out and wasn't getting five stars, they're like, actually, you can't rate these anymore. <laughs> oh, cowards. <laughs> Just make something good. Honestly. Yeah. Honestly, though, like, and YouTube's going to do that, too. They're talking about getting rid of the dislike button. Did you hear about that? I did not hear about that, actually. Yeah, because their their latest YouTube Rewind video became the most disliked video on YouTube. Now they're thinking, oh, it's not. We didn't make a bad video. There are just mobs of angry people trolling us, <laughs> disliking our video, and now they're thinking about getting rid of it because they think it's a tool. It's a it's a tool for hurt and for bullying instead of just actual opinion. That is true because Netflix, not Netflix, 
goodness. Because YouTube, unlike social media platforms like Facebook or, um, I don't think Facebook has it, but I know for a fact that Instagram doesn't have it, hmm. a, a dislike. They have a like or a love or a heart, and that's it. Then you go on. You either like it or you don't. It, it's never a like or a dislike or don't, period. Yeah. But what I think what separates YouTube from them is yeah. YouTube isn't so much like a you know a picture of somebody. You know, yeah. there are people who produce like Things actual media yeah. on YouTube. So it's I think it's important to have that kind of um, voice for the audience where yeah. you can say, yes, this is something I enjoyed. I like this or no, this is something that, you know, is terrible. Yeah. I'll dislike this. Yeah. And ratings are definitely an important thing when you're making content. Mm -hmm. um, and so the moment you start getting ratings out, you know, out of the open, because yeah, you're going to have third parties be like, oh, you can like or dislike this video. If you go through this app, the more hoops you have to jump, the less amount of people are going to do it just naturally. Yeah. I mean, it's just like when, uh, Netflix, not Netflix, I keep thinking about Netflix. It's just like when YouTube, uh, then had it where you had to subscribe and then hit the bell notification thing to get actual notifications for your channels that you're subscribed to. Which is like, what's the point? Which Unless, is, it's know. like, that's why I subscribe to them. Why, why? <laughs> why would I not want to know? Yeah. So now you have to click two things and you're going to have less people click the bell than are going to click subscribe. Just naturally, that's how that's how psychology is going to work with it.